High five! Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And in this episode, we're taking a journey in beautiful Los Angeles to get our palms read. Ooh, that sounds promising. Yeah, palmistry. Yeah, how... Okay, okay. Okay. I've heard of palm reading. That's well known. You see it whenever you drive down the street. There's all these little neon signs with a big hand. With a big hand. Like some giant came by and they traced it with neon. Right, and it looks like someone's telling you to stop. And it says $10. Right, (laughs) or some other. Yeah, it's usually a good deal, right? But it seems weird, right? Like, why would someone be able to look at my palm and tell me anything about myself, Ross? Oh, that's a good point. That doesn't really make sense, does it? I never thought about it. So what's so? What exactly do they claim that you can see that your the, personality in there, your future? What that your hands have these lines on them, these creases naturally, but mm-hmm. they're slightly different in every person. Something like a fingerprint, you know, it's unique to everybody, and that you can read from those lines your love life, or the the length of your life, or other aspects of you, who you are as a person. Hmm. So what about people who are born without hands? Oh. Oh no. Oh, what do you do with them? I don't know. Do they have feet? Could you read the feet? I don't I don't think there's any foot reading. Is you, there? You I could, don't know. There might be foot reading. You could read their eyes. There's iridology or the bumps yeah. on their head, phrenology. I, but I'm just saying if like if your if your hands say something about your future and you don't even have those lines, <laughs> does that mean you don't have a personality? Yeah, I think if the person with no hands came in, they'd be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good point. We should ask. We should we have should asked have them. We should have asked, but oh, we didn't. Rats. Okay. Spoiler, we didn't ask about people without hands. <laughs> so, okay, Ross, this time, usually I research where to go, but this time you... That's right. Plot twist. I, <laughs> I did the calling, and both Carrie and I have very busy work schedules, so we were looking for somebody who'd be available in the middle of the night. And so I called up a few different places. I did a Google search for Palm Reader Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and got a number of hits. So I called a few of them, got a couple answering machines. I found two people who were willing to uh, meet us that late. One said she closed at 10. So I said, oh, can we come by at nine? Mm -hmm. And by the way, all of these were women. I I was just thinking that it seems like a lot of these people, a lot of, um, yeah, actually a lot of the practitioners we deal with in general are women, but especially the psychics and similar. Yeah, we had some male tarot readers, but Mm -hmm. out of the six, I think I looked at, they were all women. Hmm, There you go. And then I called up another one. You could tell, you know, that wasn't her normal working hours, but she wanted to get the money, I assume. Mm -hmm. So we went down and first we saw Nikki, who I think we can all agree is Pretty much the worst of the people. Oh, man. I think <laughs> she's the meanest. <laughs> meanest psychic ever. You're right. I don't know how she gets return clients unless they're like these sort of battered characters who sort of get addicted to their abusers. Stockholm syndrome to play right. in her favor. Yeah. For those of you who have heard of Sylvia Brown, she reminded me of a Sylvia Brown who just hasn't smoked as much. Yeah. She was just downright mean. So she, she had a bit of the raspy voice, but it wasn't like did. the kid's dead. And what is I kept thinking of this while we were talking to her. What is it with these people? OK, forgive me. Forgive me. Right. Why do they all have awful skin? Okay. (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't promise I'd forgive you. Every psychic Uh that we go to has some sort of skin problem. Looked like she maybe had a lot of acne when she was younger or something. Oh, well, that too, but also just like... 
I mean, maybe it's from the smoking, but just like a real dull color and just, mm. just looks like she doesn't take care of her skin at all. Oh. You know, I don't know. It Th- that's, just looks unhealthy, Rob. That's not her gift. I guess it's not her gift. She has her gift, but that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. So Uh, this was kind of a storefront psychic. She had mm -hmm. the neon sign out front and the little uh, sandwich board with all the different services. Mm -hmm. And when we came in, there was a price list there. Right. Like you could choose from the different things you wanted. And I told her in advance that we wanted a palm reading. But she really wanted to sell us on something else. Because the palm reading is really fast and it tells you very little. And it can only tell you right. about your personality and it won't tell you anything about the future. Do you understand? Right. And then she said she would give us... Viking runes. That's what they uh, were. Viking, Viking okay. runes, 40 bucks. Right. And but for us... That's right. She said for first timers, I will do the Viking runes for the same price as the palm reading. So $20 special. Oh, that's That sounds really nice, but we'd like to have our palms read. It won't tell me about your positions, career, love lives. Do you understand? Okay. So we'll just tell you about our personality. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm okay with that. Are you okay? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that sounds very interesting. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why is that? You don't know about yourself? <laughs> okay, we can handle that. Right. <laughs> We'd like to get our palms read, please. No, you want the runes. <laughs> I feel there's a message for you in the Viking runes. Uh-huh, it's you. <laughs> yeah. There's one for you, not for me at that point. Right, yeah. She'd yeah. care less about you. Yeah, but she'll <laughs> care about me real fast. Uh-huh. It's just to set the scene a little bit, this woman's office is decorated with Christian paraphernalia. So yes. there's like crosses and... Uh, the Virgin Mary, I think. So, so a bunch of Christian symbology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Star of David, some other symbols of Judaism. And then the secret is on one yes. shelf. And then there's a bunch of smoky quartz as well. So there was just a whole bunch of different... Everything. Yeah, different spiritualities. And like these cut out words saying believe and faith. Right. And- so she first started reading your palm. Yeah, and my goodness, she spent almost no time with the palms. So I, I laid my <laughs> palms out on the glass, you know, faced to her. I have my wedding ring on. Right. And I don't think she took advantage of that at all. Right. Uh, Dummy. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm giving you <laughs> something here. So she looks at the right hand and she looks at uh, kind of the long line and she said something like, you've got a very warm heart. Oh, like, right. Yeah. That's nice. I'm not going to mm-hmm. fight you on that. And then she looked at the pinky uh, I'm seeing there are three children that are meant for you in your lifetime, but mm-hmm. I only see two. Uh, you might stop at two. Do you have two children? And I only have one child. So I said, no, I have one child and a cat. And she said, no, 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 I see two children. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of moved on. So, miss. Well, I mean, she may have met. I, I thought she was saying you'll have two children eventually. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, that that genuinely is how I interpreted it in the moment. Okay. I didn't think she was saying and for a long time, I did want to have a second child. So there you uh, go. But all the psychics are always wanting me to have more they kids. They always do. Yeah. And often they predict that your wife is or is becoming pregnant very soon. And right. and they've all been wrong so far. All their right. the, all their predictions have run out of time. Unless Kara's keeping something from you, she'd be keeping it very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was the extent of my palm rating. Seriously. Then she was like, okay, here's the silky gray bag. Put your hand in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I put my hand in there. I've got my other hand underneath it. And she has me sift around in these rune stones. And 
this lady, like anything we'd say was wrong. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of one of those professors where they'll ask these rhetorical questions. Right. And they just want you to throw out an answer so they can immediately shoot it down. Right. Even if that's exactly what they wanted to hear, they're like, no. And then they either restate what you just said or they come up with something totally different. And that always annoys me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like- oh, yeah. She was very much like that. And she sort of tried to play it off as if she's giving you tough love. Right. But right. instead, she's just being a big old douchebag. So I was like, so I select one. He's like, no, you don't select it. You feel it. Right. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry for speaking. <laughs> right. Exactly. Did I waste your time? <laughs> I think I think some of it might have been kind of delay tactics because she would make very ample use of like the awkward pause. Mm-hmm. She'd, she'd like make oh, some statement yes. that's hard to respond and stare to. stare you down. Yeah. And so you'd stare back at her. <laughs> she'd As st- we're very comfortable doing. <laughs> yeah, we can handle that. Yeah. We can handle your apathetic stare, right. little lady. <laughs> and then she'd do the follow-up. And I think a lot right. of it was just buying time. I think she's also perhaps more used to people feeling threatened by her power. Right, and withering under that stare. Yeah, but we were just sort of like, you're not speaking. Yeah, yeah. Did you have something to say? I'm waiting. Yeah, so I I, I select, I feel out this stone, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't know, like the consistency of a Scrabble tile or something, and I put it down on the tabletop, and... She's like asking. Me, oh yeah, and then she said, "Not that way, right side up." But there's no right side up. Yeah, it's I don't like know. Like a round object. I don't know what, what that, that means. Mean? Right. And so as I'm putting it down, I'm rotating my hand because I don't know what she wants. Right. And so she's like, "Take your hand off of it." So I do, and she says, "Okay, well, this is." It looked like a little greater than sign. Right. At least from my angle, from a her lesser, side, it would have been a yeah. lesser mm-hmm. sign. And uh, said, "Okay, this is Kano." And now I don't know if it's reversed or if it's the regular one yeah you know because you were messing with it (laughs) right totally and uh and then she says page page of uh 118 let's go there okay she has this book and it has this diagram of all the different stones right and they each have a little page written under them so she's upset that i wasn't focusing on the book and knew which page she was talking about that corresponded with and so we go flipping to that page and then she turns to you and says are you gifted tell me something Oh, uh, are you gifted? Uh, in what way? Writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is. Think so? And in the industry? Yes. That's right. You're the entertainment industry? Yes, I work in the entertainment industry. I said, Which is yeah. a hit. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're I a writer. Am. But I... It would be more appropriate for you than for me. Yeah, that's true. But I can't think of very many people who would be like, ooh, writing... No, real shitty at that. <laughs> yeah, I can't spell worth a damn. Yeah, almost <laughs> everyone would agree. And and also, I just felt like it was a real good guess just sort of for my type. Just, I don't know, just sort of Personality-wise, with your trendy glasses and all that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then she turned to me and she said, industry? And I said, entertainment industry? I helped her out. Right. And she said, yes, that's right. <laughs> and and then she told me that passions are needing to awaken. Does that mean anything for you? I never know what to say to something so broad like that because right. it could apply differently to different parts of my life. I was like, uh, passion. So I'm thinking about it. She's like, in your love life. She was immediately judging me. She was mm-hmm. saying, uh, no, I'm feeling that passions need to reawaken. Right. And I mentioned at some point, 
you know, that I've been married, which is obvious I've got the ring on. Right. And I said, you know, for quite some time, I didn't want to give away just how long. And she said, well, maybe that's why the passions need to reawaken. Yeah. Like, what a bitch. She thinks. I, 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 I mean, if she doesn't have a gift, which I admit at this point, I was skeptical of because she was such a big jerk. Right. Um, <laughs> but assuming she doesn't, I felt like she just looked at your ring and just most married couples, if they've been married for any length of time, this would be a good guess. Like mm. they would enjoy going on a romantic trip or whatever you know right they would the, enjoy rekindling they need yeah some refresher and here he right. is with some other woman right right yeah, yeah I, I kept waiting for her to be like there's there might be a, neither of these palm readers in this hen house or whatever the phrase is <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, none of these uh, palm readers even played that angle so right. you know good for them you were saying afterwards you know, we could say many things about my marriage but we don't lack passion i mean that's right yeah i mean yeah not no. our problem right exactly so you guys have sex a lot let's just say it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no, no lack in passion uh, miss yeah. But, you know, she wasn't done beating us up. Well, I think then she she wanted us to read from the book. She had this little book and we were supposed to read the interpretation of that stone. And at this point, it's like, what does this have to do with my hand? Oh, right. Yeah. And yeah, the Please, hand the was like, of God, read my hand. And for a while I had my hand still out there on the glass. I was like, OK, nothing's happening with my hand. I'll just put them away. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she was onto her stones now. And if I were a listener of the show, I'd be like, come on, you guys, you got palm readings and you didn't even make her read your palm. But guys, you'll see with the second reading, these people do not want to read your palms. The palm reading experience is not getting your palm read. Yeah. Oh, this is a really surface level reading. You really want this thing that I love doing all the right. time. <laughs> and it's more expensive. They cost twice as much. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, she made me read read this page about Kano reversed because I'd flipped it around and it was all about how a, a friendship or a relationship is dying and I wasn't really sure what that was referring to mm-hmm. okay a death of a way of being uh, and a call for developing more stability okay and then she started telling you how you're uncreative well she was just saying that I'm not expressing my creativity oh, no, oh that got so annoying because I would say like ways that I find to be creative and then mm-hmm. she just like interrupt me no, you're just not expressing yourself. You need to tell your mind what to do. Oh, right. Yeah, this is and where then, she started on the whole mind thing. And then I... You nailed her on it. Right. I said, uh, so tell me more about that. Like, when I think of my mind, I think my mind is me. Right. And then she just looked at me confused at that point. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, because, okay, I mean, all of my, you know, conscious experience... To me, that is my mind. There's not a difference there. So are you saying like my soul controls my mind? And she said, not your soul. There's a difference between soul and spirit. Right. She's introducing this terminology. (laughs) Of course, we've heard those terms, but clearly she has her own very specific definitions of what those are. I'm supposed to know. Yeah. And (laughs) And you've just like mentioned soul and no, that's completely off of what we're talking about. Your spirit is different than your soul. And then I'm like, okay, so my spirit controls my mind. And then she doesn't even answer and starts going off about your spirit. And I was just... Just like I don't I can't even follow I don't think she's ever met here. someone who's not a Cartesian dualist yeah no I, I think that's she didn't know what to do true. with with that yeah um and in case anyone doesn't know what that is that <laughs> <laughs> our old friend Descartes who believed that the consciousness and the body were separate right mm-hmm. she was saying that's mental transmutation and I oh, just that's I, a thing I just wanted to know what what is that 
I, she I, just threw that in there as a fact. That's mental transmutation. Yeah. So anyway, after all of that, she then said, or it could mean the complete opposite thing, which right. is that something new is beginning, but I can't tell because you turned the stone. Anyway, it's Carrie's turn. Blame the victim. <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah. Okay. So it was your turn then. At least she said, I have a good heart. She started out liking both of us, but things really went downhill. <laughs> went downhill. <laughs> So she looked at my hand. She said that I was going to have lots of financial success, lots of professional success. That was all going to come really easily to me. Oh, yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. very creative, very talented. That's where all my success will come from. But love. But love. Who boy. And then she immediately... Yeah. Well, I don't know why everyone lately just wants to talk to me about my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Everyone that we come to, well, of t- of three people, Ross. Okay. Everyone that <laughs> we come to. That's everyone. Just wants to talk about my boyfriend. Oh but yeah. She uses those like fake negative sentences. You aren't in a relationship, are you? Right. Where it sounds like a hit, whether you say yes or no. Yes. But I said yes, and then she said, "Well." She's looking very dejectedly at Carrie's hand. Yeah. It made her said, sad. She said, "There's no love there." And I, right. Yeah, I was like, no, no, I'm I'm very in love with him. And she asked, is he distancing from you? Is he, dist- <laughs> is he distancing? Is he distancing? And we both genuinely didn't understand at first and said, sorry, is he what? And she, is he distancing? And then she's getting pissed. And we're like, is he, oh, we're not oh, talking- is he distancing? <laughs> right. Um, no, uh, no, no, not really. And then she stared me down like she was going to get me to say, yeah, she's yes, waiting for is. you to admit it. Like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. She's like, well, he will soon. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, lady. Yeah. And then she's like, you have to fight for him. You have to fight for him. And then she said that I use my intellect too much. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, listen to my heart. And then she said, do you believe in God? Right. And I said, well, you know, I don't. You're you're trying to be diplomatic. Yeah. You use the technically agnostic thinking of, I don't don't know for sure. uh, Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. You know, if I believed it would be based on evidence. And then she said. God wants you to say yes or no. If you don't believe in him, he'd prefer you said no. Right. So I said, okay, if those are the options, then no, I don't actively believe in him. And we made some little comment about, you know, not being lukewarm. And so then she immediately lays claim to that. Like she never seemed to realize that we knew scripture as well as she's, she's making all these little references to Bible verses. And then we would jump in on that. And she wouldn't acknowledge at all that we knew what she was talking about. And so then she would be in, yeah, God, God will spit you out of his mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, we get it. We're all. We're all talking about Revelation 3. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If those are the options, then no, I don't believe. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, why don't you ask God? Why don't you talk to him? And I said, I do talk to him. We go to church. (laughs) But you said you don't believe in him. Yeah. And then she starts grilling me about why I said I don't believe in him. And I'm like, lady, you made me say I don't believe in (laughs) him. You made me pick one. What do you want from me? So then at this point, this woman hates me now. Right. And every question I ask is just making her more and more furious. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't feel like I was being a jerk. Like I was just following up on. Oh, it's so hard because you don't know what she wants of you. Right. She wants something specific, but I think more than anything, she wants you to be wrong so she can correct you. Right. And then I think she said at one point, like, I don't just sense, I teach. Right. She's just so proud of herself and like very confident in everything she said. Right. And um, and and this whole everything she says, she's giving you this angry look like, mm. why don't you respect me for the, the brilliant thing I'm saying? Yeah. So, how, do you, how would you describe that? It's like always very impatient. 
Like, mm-hmm. like, why are you wasting my time? And and she has her head kind of angled down. And uh-huh. she's sort of t- looking up from under. Slightly head tilted right. So she's kind of glaring up at you. That's the same way that Toomey, my puppy who passed away a couple months ago, oh. who, he, you know, he's an abuse victim, but yeah. he was very suspicious of everyone. And he'd give you that up from under look. <laughs> right. Like, don't you fucking do anything, lady. Right. And she had this same look. Uh, almost bulging eyes, too. Uh-huh. Just this very pronounced stare that uh-huh. I think, again, she was used to withering people with and it just wasn't working on us. And I feel like this has happened more than once, um, although this lady was the most extreme example, but where I feel like they kind of deal with... I mean, we we both have the same demeanor, right? We're both like mm-hmm. fairly mentally based or whatever you want to call it, but also very friendly. And then... They kind of accept it more from you, I think, because you're the dude. Oh, but yeah. But then when it gets to me, they're like, who is this mouthy fucking woman? It's who's like chick. not just going along with what I say. But we're saying the exact same thing. Right. And they just zero in on me. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was totally happening here where she just kept. At, like getting really mad at me and I was thinking like Ross has the exact same answers I do yeah. why are you picking on she me? never asked me about God right not once. right yeah I got off the hook on that one Nikki would turn on a dime too like she also said to you uh, like right around that time she was saying um do you know where you were in your past life and I said <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what I said? Yeah, you said Italy. <laughs> and it, just guessed. <laughs> but it, like, I, I heard the tinge in your voice of like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Italy. <laughs> That's definitely how I was feeling. Yeah, and she immediately said, no, you were with God. And, and you're like, I was like, okay. Maybe he was in Italy. <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> comedy writer right here and uh and she said no you were with god in heaven which yeah. sounds very mormon yeah 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 know. and what, at this point we're what just does that even like, mean yeah. what does that mean at this point we're like okay <laughs> all right sounds good and then she said how did i know that you were a writer i said your gift and she doesn't acknowledge that but she says and how did i know that you were with god in heaven and I say, your gift. <laughs> like, that's right. <laughs> In other words, listen to me. Right. Let me tell you what, because I have this gift. Why would I lie to you? Right. So two things I want to mention before we move on from Nikki. One, do you remember how she got her special powers? Oh, yes. An, an angel told her. <laughs> an angel. And then we asked her, um, oh, like uh, an angel in flesh and blood. And she said, yes, this angel came to me in flesh and blood. Yeah. And and this is another like point of misunderstanding. She was saying that she had caramel skin. Like you couldn't tell if she was white or black. This oh, right. Angel. Which I actually understood. You understood. And yeah. I thought she was saying the word karma. And I was like, wait, how does this fit in? And I was right. really confused. So but yeah, this, she- this angel is wearing a trench coat. <laughs> and hugged so, her. Well, so first, Nikki had been praying in her car and asking God for some kind of guidance. Right. She didn't. In San Francisco. That was. Sh- there's some sort of self-doubt. Yeah. And then this angel came and hugged her. She she got out of her car, walked across the street, and this woman in a trench coat, and she said she was a very tall woman, hugged her and said, God is paying attention to you or something mm-hmm. like that. And I and I said, "Oh my God, that would have terrified me." <laughs> right. And she gave me this hateful look, like, 
how could you not accept this amazing story? When people tell me stories like that, I just long, long, long for a time machine. I would just love to see what that actual moment yeah. looked like. Yeah, absolutely. If it was just someone bumping into her and, she, you know, she took right. something else away from it mm-hmm. or, you know, if that really happened. I don't know. I yeah. just I wish I could and, see. And maybe it really happened. I mean, and maybe the, and those sorts of extraordinary stories happen all the time and are amazing parts of being alive. And that's great. But I'm not sure that that means put your entire life's work into reading runes on Melrose. Right, right. (laughs) I also think that she just really takes joy at telling people negative things. I think she Mm -hmm. feels that's a credit to her that she's able to say these negative things, whereas other psychics would try to be more positive. So like one of the last like readings she gave of you was to say, I'm so sorry, but I see love seeping out of this relationship. Right. I know. Super nice. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, how much could you F up somebody's relationship just by telling them that they believed you? Yeah, Yeah. like make them suspicious of an honest partner. I was not buying her at all at this point, but even still, someone says that to you and you're like, geez. Right. (laughs) I love my boyfriend. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, you feel this need to kind of defend yourself. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a jerky thing to do. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, then we got into this protracted religious discussion with her, just trying to get a feel for what she actually believes because she clearly has this very intricate system of theology. She said she was a Christian. She prayed with both of us and told me specifically that I was going to be damned because I don't believe in God. Right. You're going to hell. But my favorite thing, Ross, was when Jesus gave her a very special message for me that I needed to pray a very specific prayer. Oh, yeah. She had both of us repeat prayers after her. She had a printout for me, Ross. Oh, yes. The printout, too. Yes. (laughs) So she handed me (laughs) a printout called... Meditation for a successful outcome. That mm-hmm. outcome was spelled <laughs> O U T C U M. Outcome. And I saw this and I was like losing my shit. And then your shoulders started shaking and we were both trying so hard not to laugh. And in the meditation, it says outcome again and it's spelled that way again. Oh no. This woman just thinks outcome is spelled that way. Oh, do you think she actually wrote that? Or she I don't photocopied know. it from somewhere. Well, whoever no, wrote it know. didn't have a spell check and and, it's and had only been looking at a lot of porn. And that's the only way they knew <laughs> right. how to spell come. And so she said that Jesus wanted me to pray that. And then as she realized it was her last copy, she said Jesus also wanted me to make to make seven copies of it. Seven <laughs> copies. Back to her. And so- then I said, not 70 times seven. And she's like, that's how many times you're supposed to forgive. It's like, yeah, lady, I get it. That's that was my own joke. That's why I said it. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, actually, this this came up recently at a different church we were going to because Mm -hmm. they said 77 times. Right. And it differs based on translations. We need to get to the bottom of this. We should ask the Bible geek. But I'm just trying to give clarification for our listeners who have never heard of this. Yes. So in the Bible, it says. Simon Peter is asking Jesus, how many times should we forgive our neighbor? And he thinks he's being generous. He says seven times. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, nay, not seven times, but either 77 or 70 times seven, which is what they always told me when I was growing yeah, up I in church. 70 times 70 times. But anyway, um, this lady was a real jerk, didn't like her. That's but we gave her 90 bucks and we left. Yeah, we did. We Or 80 bucks. Uh, 80 bucks for her. Yeah, we gave her $80 in cash. Oh, but I should also say, since she did look at my palm very briefly, mm-hmm. <laughs> she also said that she saw one to two children for me. Oh, her, right. Yeah, yes. Probably one, maybe two. 
Anyway, we packed up our stuff. We said F you in our heads and we left. And then we drove immediately to Maureen's. Maureen, yeah. She wasn't too far away, just a few blocks. And uh, both of our readers that night had like real distractions going on at Nikki's. Like as soon as we came in, there was like a young child crying in the background. And we're like, oh no, take care of that. And then when we got to Maureen's, there was a dog that she had. Way better. But he was quite the barker. Yeah, lucky. He, uh, he'd be scooching himself on the ground. Poor guy was really itchy. And yeah. so I would scratch him for a while. And if I stopped scratching for a second, he would just start barking. Right. <laughs> I started walking towards the room with you. And she's like, oh, you sit here on the couch and watch TV. Oh, can we do our readings together? Would that be all right? No, no, you'll mess up each other's energies. Right. So we should start classifying our readers based on whether they'll let us read together or not. She was one of the... You must be separate people. Mm, right. So so I watched ABC's Body of Proof. Oh, very nice. So she came in and talked to me, and she was the nicest lady. Very sweet. I liked her a lot. Yeah, especially and, compared to Nikki. Yeah, after Nikki, she was a walk in the park. So we had the same similar conversation where she didn't want to give me a palm reading. Oh, really? Palm reading? You yeah. want that? <laughs> and so I was like, I really, I'm really interested in how my anatomy reflects my psychology, and I'd really like to see this. And she said, okay, I'd like to, just for a little bit more, give you either a tarot reading or a psychic reading that will help me kind of imbue more meaning with mm-hmm. the palms. So I said, that's ah, fine. Um, and she had told me over the phone, she's cutting us a special deal. She was going right. to give us an $85 to $100 value for only $45. Right. So for $45, I chose the palm reading with the psychic intuition built in. Okay. So... She looks at my hands, and there must be certain lines that these people really are following and really do know, mm-hmm. because she did say, oh, look, your professional life is going to go really well, and your financial life is going to go really well, but ooh, love is tough for you. <laughs> You've got so, some bad creases on those hands of yours. Uh, well, no, I mean, the other two are great, just just love, apparently. Okay, but, that's the big fat one coming up from the like your palm, and oh, it kind of okay. curves up. Is that it? I, I don't know. I, that seemed to be the one they were pointing to. I don't know. Maybe that's the lifeline. Oh, Jesus, we should we should figure this stuff out. You know, Um, that's the one thing that I've actually done. I've done like street palm readings uh and I was very highly rated. People thought I did. fantastic. I used a lot of Barna statements. Yeah. Okay. well, continue. So she said that thing about love and then she kept saying like, wow, you're so talented. You're so creative. You're going to be very, very successful. Specifically, creatively, things are really going to take off for you in the next three years. You're going to be really, really successful creatively and you're going (laughs) to be rich. Like, okay, great. For the next three years, that'll be like the big boom. But not after then. No, I asked about that. And uh-huh. She said, no, you'll be successful your whole life. It's just this is the boom. It's I was going to say, why years. are you saying three years? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So she said about my love line, oh, but yeah, your love line, that's ah, been tough with the love. And then <laughs> she, but then she said, but there's a, there's a special person surrounding you in this area. T- tell me who that is. And I said, the per- you mean the person I love? And she said... Yes. And I said... (laughs) Well, that was as vague as it could be. Right. And she said, yes, what is this person's birthday? So I told Ah. her my boyfriend's birthday. And she said, ah, there is so much love there. You were both so in love. (laughs) And do you believe in destiny? And I said, oh, no, not really. And she said, well, you should. He's your destiny. Destiny. Oh, yeah. Just like Back to the Future. And, He's your density. <laughs> yes, 
exactly. There's going to be a marriage here, not necessarily on paper, but you guys will be together forever. Oh. And there may be one child. Now, you don't have to have the child, but he's going to want it. But it's all going to be okay, no matter what you guys pick. And oh, this is okay. just so perfect. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> she said that he and I are supposed to work together and do all these projects together. And we're supposed to go on a trip together in July or August. And I was like, oh, sorry, we're going on a trip in June. And she was like, uh-huh. oh, that counts. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I noticed that I wanted to be a lot more forgiving of mm-hmm. her like almost hits because she was a fucking nice person. Right. So I was like, oh, June, sure. July, August, June. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, let you that know. be a lesson. Nice goes a long ways. Yeah, so she was awfully pleasant. But just like our last reader, she like wanted nothing to do with my hands. She looked mm. like, I mean, now that I think of it, there are so few creases on there. I guess you can get like four pieces of information and then you're kind of done. Oh, yeah, your hands are pretty smooth, actually, almost unnaturally so. Oh, you think so? I don't know, maybe because I'm a guy with guy hands. I don't Let know. Let me see your hands. But I mean, still like the major creases. I just mean there's like one, two, three, four major creases. Oh, okay, yeah. It's no LA freeway system or anything. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, very nice. Yeah, I liked her a lot. And she, uh, her dog kept barking, but that's okay. Oh, and she also said that I was going to do a lot of charity work. And I was like, oh, well, I work in nonprofit now. Yeah. And she said, oh, well, that's, that's good. That's good. But you're going to be very directly helping people in a very hands-on way and it's going to be international in the next few years Hmm. and then she also asked about my family and she said that there's a lot of distance in my family right Uh which is true like they all everyone lives really far away none of my my immediate family lives near me. She said some things about my, my sister that were a hit. But then I said, do you see anything on my brother? Because I don't have a brother. And I just yeah. Thought, let's, let's see what she says. And she said, oh, why don't I sense him around you at all? Yeah. So that was hit. impressive. Yeah, that yeah. was good. And then I was impressed for a second. And then she said, is he not giving you a lot of compassion? Because I feel like you give him a lot of compassion, but he doesn't give any back to you. And then she sort of started inventing this story. Yeah. Well, I mean, taking you at uh, your word. Right. And kind of insinuating that you have a brother. I I think that was still pretty strong. I felt the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I felt very happy giving her $45 because she was a nice lady. Right. Oh, yeah. You even told her about doing a podcast, didn't you? I did, yeah. You know, she was asking me to ask her questions, and so I said, I do a podcast, you know what that is? And she said no, and I said, okay, like, basically I do a radio show, and do you think that's going to be successful? Mm -hmm. She said yes, and then she said... You'd have, like, another project? There's going to be two very successful projects for you, and I think she said one was going to be a screenplay or something. All right. Yeah. Well, good. But at anyway, least this podcast, it's going to be okay. This podcast is going to do very well, Thank folks. you, Maureen. Yeah. <laughs> so then Thanks I went outside her. and I changed the channel because you were watching bullshit and I watched Seinfeld. Now, look, I was on the set for Body of Proof and I mm. felt I should watch the show. No. Yeah. So then it was my turn to go in there. And I should mention she had this kind of, I don't know, fuchsia, hot pink dress, sort of like in a 60s style. 
It's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just, it felt to me like she'd kind of walked out of the 60s. And I'm not sure what the accent was. I couldn't really pick up on it. For example, like when she sat me down, she did the same exact thing where she said, oh, really, palm reading? I mean, that's so surface level. Really, I'd like to do a tarot reading with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, let's start with the palm readings. Okay, okay. So I'll do it for the same price. So uh, the first thing she said is, your palms is very different here and very different here. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? <laughs> and what, it, what she meant was that my palms are apparently asymmetrical. They're mm-hmm. not like mirror images here. I'm showing you my palms. Right. Is that true? Um, are they, they look roughly symmetrical to me. She said, I, and she I, showed I me her hands. Tell. Your hands are kind of a weird muddle color. I don't know. Oh, okay. Middle color. Oh, I see. So the creases aren't standing out yeah. very much. Yeah. You know, I'd never really looked at them that much. But no, actually, she's right. She's right. There's quite a bit of variety here between my two hands. Yeah, so she showed me hers. And uh, all right, so now that we'd gotten that out of the way, she started focusing on my right hand, and she saw the long Mm lifeline. That's all good. And she said, oh, it intersects your love line. Can I be honest with you, sweetie? <laughs> she, did, she did that to me a lot too. May I be blunt with you? Yeah. Can I be yeah. blunt with you? Can yeah. I? Can I be honest with you? And, and, and she'd say something that was not at all like you build yourself up for her to say something terrible, like right. terrible things are going to happen, or right. I, I see you as a dishonest person, you know, or something like that. But then she'd just say something like, "Your love line intertwines with your lifeline." Mm-hmm. Can I be honest with you, sweetie? It's like. I know that you've lived a certain time of your life, but it, it, in reality, it's like you're beginning the rest of your life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you can be honest <laughs> yeah. w- with me about that. Right. <laughs> now, what do you mean by not conventional? Like, I feel that it's going to be, like, not like not the most conventional relationship. Do you okay. want me to tell you bluntly? Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. I can handle it. <laughs> Basically, I'll just, I feel that both... Men and women are both attracted to you. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, And she said that uh, she sees me having a second chance in happiness, and that was to do with my love life. I don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean. Then she talked about how she could see that I was a strong leader, but I share power. Okay, that's nice. Sure. All right, Mm -hmm. I guess. I, I see through your palms that you happen to be a very straightforward person. Do you understand? Yeah. And I also see that you, you do have a great amount of leadership qualities, but you don't take, you don't like take power away from people. You give power to people. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Um, she saw like a change in my work. I said, "Oh yeah, there was a recent change." She said, "Within the last year, that's wrong." But you know, um, mm-hmm. I guess a mild hit. Oh, that reminds me that she also said to me that I was going to move soon in the next 18 months. And oh, yeah? I said, oh, no, I'm not expecting to. Yeah, and you then, just yeah. moved. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I see that soon. And I was like, yeah, well, I just moved. And, she, and then again, she was like, oh, was that very recently? And I said, yes. And she was like, oh, that's what I see then. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think she pulled a few switcheroos like that where she kind of laid claim to an, a near hit or uh, we should say a miss. Uh, yeah, she was, uh, she kept using the word entrepreneuring as she, uh, saw a lot of that in my life in the future, oh, okay. me doing, uh, side business. Okay. Uh, and she felt that my current job was perfect for me and that I should have started with that. All right. That, that's about all the time she spent on my hands, but at least she spent a good, much longer time looking at my hands, talking about the, what she was getting from the energy of my hands. 
these people tend to assume that you as a man will be more interested in work and financial readings and that I'll be more interested in relationships relationship and children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though then again, they're always trying to give me kids. Mm, that's true. Yeah. And she would identify the source. Like she would say if it was a psychic intuition or if mm-hmm. it was through her palms. I thought that was nice. So she did feel that she was getting an energy uh, saying that I'm very selective in my relationships. And uh, mm. again, I'm married, but she said there haven't been many, many. And, you know, that's a hit because uh-huh. I had like one serious girlfriend before I got married. Uh, and then she dealt out the cards. So she had this tarot deck and she didn't let me touch the deck or shuffle it or anything like that. Mm. She just starts putting down cards. Oh, the emperor, financial success, blah, blah, blah. Five of wands, eight of wands. And she just went through the whole deck. She, and then a lot of astrology stuff, too. And she was saying how... We're not very compatible, my wife and I, which I've read. You know, my mm. wife's a Virgo, I uh-huh. believe, and I'm a Leo. Those aren't very compatible, but you knew each other in a past life. But there's something, there's some sort of past life connection with you and hmm. this person. Did you feel very drawn in the beginning? Oh, sure, of course. Because I'm feeling it's based on a lot of magnetism. Okay, magnetism from a previous yes. lifetime? There's something that just draws you together. So she said that uh, the fact that my wife and I had a relationship in our previous life made up for our astrological incompatibility. Oh, okay. So yeah, she kind of continued on with the uh, with the tarot reading, and she actually called it tarot, tarot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it was something to do with her funny accent, but I remember Mark Edward was telling uh-huh. us that it's like actually it's tarot. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So Ross, before we go on. Yes. I think we have some donors to thank. Yes, we do. Donors. I would first like to thank our old friends, Martin, Martin Dempsey. Dempsey from Surrey, UK. That guy. We like him. Uh, Peter Van Loon from Belgium. Lindley Kissick from Australia, who I love. I love her. Sean Souter from Harrisonburg, Virginia. And happy Valentine's Day to Grace Halland. Yay. Sean's a nice boyfriend. Yeah. Or husband. I'm not sure. Um, Greg Yaskowitz from the UK. And Donald McCoy from St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Hina Databoy from Yorlinda, California, who's a lovely person. Um, I actually spoke with her recently, and she's one of the writers on Skeptic. And also Nathaniel Miller from Portsmouth, Virginia. John C. DeSimone Jr. from Helmeta, New Jersey. And R.L. Capper from New Zealand. Hooray! Thank a you kiwi. all. Woohoo! Yeah, thank Woo-hoo. you, everybody. This is a very international audience that we had yeah. this month. So thank you so much. I like it. All right, Ross. Mm-hmm. So... Looking back over your palmistry experience, yes, what would you give it on a pseudoscience rating where 10 is something completely pseudoscientific? Oh, God, I don't know. Like um, your uh, consciousness and your body and your brain and your soul and your spirit are all made of goat sperm. <laughs> and one is something completely scientific, like the theory of evolution. Oh, okay. Completely proven. Well, on that scale, I mean, she might as well have said that uh, everything was made of goat sperm, uh, our (laughs) our first reader. You know what? I'm going to give it right up there. I'm going to shoot way to the top, 9.8. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because it's so much like a lot of other related forms of divination where it's just pulling from kind of random data Mm -hmm. uh oh look uh, random patterns we can read stuff into it and there's a system that Mm -hmm. you know they've worked out which lines mean what but with both of our readers you know for the little time they did spend looking at our hands they weren't really focusing on the hand and next thing you know they're kind of looking in our eyes and reading us and they're they're using other methods i think appear to be yeah i would i would give it right around the same maybe a nine but i 
I suspect there's not much science going on here. And I think the extreme difference between the two readers really testifies to that, that at least someone is doing this very wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) I didn't even mention with our second reader, Maureen, Mm -hmm. she went on and on about how much passion she could see Uh, in my relationship with my wife. And she used the word herself, diametrically opposed position to what our first reader was saying. So yeah, totally different reading about both our love lives. Right. So yeah, if if this really were uh, scientific and consistency right right that's you know if you go to a doctor unless you just happen to hit a really crappy one and here's um, how you know it's not science you don't see like a journal of palmistry that you know says you know what we've just discovered that this line is actually more correlated in you know 85 percent of people with uh wealth instead of love or something like that you know it's never revising itself or taking in new information or appears to be i mean to be fair uh, let's not be fair (laughs) Okay, go ahead, be fair. (laughs) To be fair, and when something's new or just doesn't have a lot of money behind it to research it, one could argue, yeah, there's just no journal out there to research it at this point, but Mm. this is not very new, so. Sure, but there's no data collection going on trying to compare with real-world outcomes or do longitudinal studies where you follow up later, like, how did that work out, my prediction about your love life? Right, or any professional body comparing their work to the existing science you know like a doctor has to be accredited and so right on. right so yeah high on the scale all right well then carrie what would you give palm reading on a pocket drainer value where one is something not draining at all like you know car insurance for 50 dollars a month okay it's not bad mm-hmm. that's pretty good actually i wish i sure. could do that and 10 is something incredibly draining like forgetting to pay your car insurance then having a cop pull you over and then you're like in big big trouble and paying lots of money sure okay i'm gonna say a 1.6 i think this hmm. is super cheap but the only thing the only reason i give it any value at all is because uh if you are a little bit weak-willed um oh yeah you could very easily be talked into uh Paying getting more. additional services but the service itself is pretty much the cheapest thing on everyone's menu it's yeah like 10 bucks so and it doesn't seem they even want to do it yeah i'm with you I, i'll give it a little higher say maybe like a four for what you're getting especially with our readers they just weren't interested in it mm-hmm. they they just wanted to use it as a, a gateway drug if right. you will to move you on mm-hmm. to the thing that they wanted to do more and you know first one's free kind of thing right you feel that if you were a regular client you'd be paying a lot more for it all right well what about creepiness ross what oh, would you no. give this on a creepiness rating oh no where 10 is something very creepy like carrie um, coming up with a creepiness scale <laughs> like you wake up in the middle of the night because you feel something wet in your pants. Uh. And you're like, oh, no, oh, no, I think, I, think I, I think I've had an accident. And you pull back the sheets to get out of bed, and all you see is your mom's head on your junk. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, that's ten. <laughs> 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 oh, we should never let you come up with these scales. All right, what's a one? Just creepy pants. And one is something not at all creepy. Like you make banana bread. Okay. You put extra chocolate chips in it and you eat it. All right. Uh, I'm going to give this, I'll give it like middle of the road. I'll say five just because it has all these trappings of the psychic world and the tapestries and the the charms. Did you say five? 
What'd you say? Yeah, I'm saying five. Okay. I'm just calling middle of the road because yeah. it, it has that symbology to it yeah. that just feels otherworldly and a little yeah. creepy. I agree. Yeah, I'd say right around there, right around five. Let's, okay, next. Yep, yeah. All right. Let's do an awkwardness rating. How would you give this uh, on the awkwardness scale where 10 is something incredibly awkward? Like uh, you're the, the bridesmaid at a wedding and you're asked to give a speech and then you realize that you just spilt a bunch of spaghetti on your crotch mm. and everybody's looking at it. Okay. All right. And then one is something not at all awkward. Uh, you woke up and brushed your teeth. Oh, yeah. That wasn't awkward. I did that this morning. Well, for the first lady, I'm going to say like an eight. Mm-hmm. It was very uncomfortable. And one thing we didn't even mention is that she was very into statements like, we have to have poor, starving, AIDS-ridden people in Africa in order for oh, yeah. people in the world so the rest of us can experience good. Right. Good can't exist without evil. Wealth can't exist without poorness. Right. Everything needs its opposite. And that was her way to dismiss, you know, why people have these horrible lives. Right. And I was getting very angry toward the in there over statements like that. And that's kind of an awkward situation to be in because you don't want to, uh, I don't know, spoil the whole thing. Yeah. So You're calling that an eight? Yeah, I'd say that's an eight. But the second lady, awkwardness, zero. Right. Not awkward. Right, right. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd feel the same way. But yeah, I'll cap it out at eight as well. Just because she's constantly contradicting you. You don't know what to say. It was an awkward situation. It really was. I would not go back to her. Mm-hmm. But I did send her those seven copies. You mailed them to her. I that's did. That's really Goodbye. nice. What would you give this uh, on a danger rating where 10 is something super dangerous? Like um, You don't sound fearful. That super dangerous, like taking a wire hanger, okay, undoing it until it's you know three feet long, and then slowly and gently inserting it up your anus as far as it can go. The Surgeon General does not recommend that, right? Well, presumably, did you even Google that? I doubt you did. And then one is something not at all dangerous, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like. Mm Putting your shirt no, on your hanger? No. All right. Take your time. Like, you got all the time in the world. Like making mashed potatoes. Yeah. And putting an, a can of corn in there because that's good. All right. That's not very dangerous. Oh, boy. We, we run into this all the time where the, the danger is if you just let them guide you into thinking that this is the way to make your decisions in life. And I think if we'd taken their advice on a lot of these things, this could have messed up our relationships. Mm-hmm. Like if they plant those ideas in, in one's head and you take them seriously. So for this particular investigation, I'm going to say danger rating of six. Okay. Sure. Me too. I'm persuaded. Good. So... Mm-hmm. What was your favorite moment, Carrie? Oh, my favorite moment is very easy. Oh, I know what it is. Definitely when she handed me the successful outcome prayer. Right. And I couldn't stop giggling and you couldn't even look at me. Yeah, don't show me that shit when we're doing an investigation. I'm trying to keep a straight pretty face here. extraordinary. I also scanned that and it'll be on our Facebook page and I've already sent it to pretty much everyone I've ever met. Good. Uh, that was a pretty hilarious moment. That would probably be my favorite too if I was telling somebody else but i guess i have to come up with a different favorite moment because you you already took it so i'm gonna say that instead of that moment i would say when our second reader told me how passionate Ah. my relationship is because i was like take that nikki suck it (laughs) not that but don't yeah but don't seriously i'm passionate with my wife do not right well look 
Let's say I am someone you are. who is <laughs> who is listening to the show and I'm like, my goodness, what a delightful experience. I feel as if I was with them through the whole thing. I wonder how I can contribute to the show so I can continue to hear such wonderful stories. What would I do, Ross? You would donate. You would go to <laughs> ohnopodcast.com and you'd click on the donate link. Yeah, please do. And then we give you a shout out. The show is expensive and it only mm -hmm. exists because of our kind donors. Um, and the more we can get bigger and nicer donations, the more we can do bigger and better investigations. The more seedy people we can hand your money to. <laughs> great, great, <laughs> great way to put it, Blotcher. <laughs> That's it for our show. Our producer is Brian Thompson, and our executive producer is Ian Kramer. And our theme music was written by Brian Keith Dalton of Mr. Deity fame. Remember, you can find us on the web at onopodcast.com or facebook.com slash onrack. And be sure to check out our pictures by liking us. But before we go, some friendly advice from Nikki. I don't think of myself as no. owning my brain. You I do. Think. Okay. How's it called so? mental trans mutation. You can see it, visualize it, and then manifest it. But you have to tell your brain what you want. Okay. And the you telling your brain is not your brain, it's something other than... You are ordering your brain what to do. Like my soul? Your soul is different than your spirit. Okay, my spirit is, is telling my brain what to do? Okay.